We are Guys in Shorts. If you want to get together for drinks with your buddies and talk about everything going on in sports, entertainment, and pop culture, but you just don't have the time, then we are the podcast for you. We're right here every week doing that very thing so you don't have to. Plus, as an added bonus, you can keep the party going by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. Just do it. We promise not to bother you. Yeah. No, well, not at all. Ish. Can we not bother them? <laughs> by not tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> I like to bother our fans. You can just unfollow if it, if it bothers you. If you like. <laughs> or not. Yeah. Congratulations to the Dodgers for clinching their, how many division championships in a row is this? Seven. Seven. Seven? Lucky number seven. You're kidding. No. Wow. Doesn't count if you don't win the World Series. That's no right. World Series in seven division championships. <laughs> so we can skip the whole topic because that's my take on it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking forward oh, to hearing no. about this one. No, put a pin in that. We got to bring that up. Uh, are the uh, Angels mathematically eliminated yet? Yes, they for are next season mathematically too, yeah. eliminated. Yeah, right. of course well, they are. Come on. For They're horrible. Hey, at least they aren't as big of a dumpster fire as Antonio Brown. Holy oh, hell, that guy. We'll, we'll discuss him plus the Rams' week one win, USC shaking things up, and oh, so much more. Let's pod. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Ben Garcia. Hoop-de-hoop. And Darren Besa. What's going on, guys? I'm uh, here for the whiskey yet again. That's I feel like every week. Yeah, I'm, except for I'm next starting. week, guys. This is my uh, permission slip. Next week, I will not be here. What? You're yeah. going out of town, right? I am out of town. It's an anniversary. Uh... Yeah, it's my, my wife's uh, 16th year anniversary. Wow. 16 years, guys. 16 yeah. years. Why didn't... You're doing something big this year. Why didn't you do something big last year? Well, you, uh, you kind of stole me. For our uh, for your actually oh, your bachelor party. Oh, that's right. Oops. So uh, <laughs> uh, you owe you owe the family because uh, although I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed your bachelor party, I skipped out on my fifteenth anniversary. Well, your wife for you your wife called in that favor because yeah. uh, my wife and I will be watching your kids while you're yeah. while you're gone. As long as they're so. breathing when I come back, you're good. I I I would never do anything to hurt <laughs> those kids. I love them. So uh, we'll have fun. Where are you guys going? We're going to Cabo. Oh, yes. nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. And so is she. Well, we'll miss you, buddy. I'll miss <laughs> you guys, have too. have fun. Have fun. Of course. Think of us. Think of us, for sure. Ben, congrats yes. on your Dodgers clinching. Yeah, thanks. That is- uh, Oh, we're going to leave with this? Exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's 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 big news, although not as big as you would think, because seven, seven times in a row- You should be excited, yeah. It's, seven it's, times now. It is a feat. I, I, I want to say that the Dodgers had never done five in a row, mm-hmm. and now this is- So this is a record for them. So this is their seventh consecutive year uh, walking away with the division title. So you can't, you can't complain about that. In fact, I think since the divisional era has started, I think they've got the second number of consecutive wins. So they're second on the list of consecutive behind the Braves, which had 14 at one point. And the way the Dodgers have aligned themselves, both you know with who's on their line, uh, you know, on their in their lineup now, with what their farm system looks like, I I think the Dodgers can can probably make this run last at least you know ten years and 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 maybe even approach that fourteen years that uh, the Atlanta Braves did back in the nineteen nineties. Yeah. Wow! But so it hasn't translated. It, it hasn't translated <laughs> to a World Series. So I so mean, does that technically not count? No, it counts. Yeah. I mean, listen. It, 
I was a fan of the Dodgers in the 90s and early 2000s during the McCourt years, and, and those were some very lean years. And so, you know, since Magic's organization has has taken over um, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers, they've they've been playing great baseball and they've showed it in the regular season. They've showed it in the uh, divisional rounds and, and, and national league championships. But unfortunately we just haven't been able to hang up a, a banner like we've wanted to at the end of a season. And, yeah. and, you know, at some point I would love to say they're going to break through and, and would hate to look back 10 years from now and say they were the Buffalo bills of baseball of the 2000s. <laughs> you know, we don't know where this is going to go, but you know, over seven years, they've given themselves the chance to to advance to the postseason, and and really, as a fan, um, watching that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Um, and that they continue to put a, a quality product out on the field, and I mean, the alternative is signing Trout and becoming the Angels. So I would rather be in the <laughs> position oh, we're in. You son. Of yeah. A, you always got to turn it around on us. I do. Let me ask you this: So you've clinched your uh, what? We got three weeks of baseball left. Yeah. Two and a yeah. half, yeah. three weeks ish. Sounds about right. What should the Dodgers do? Should they take the foot off the gas and and rest their players up for the postseason? Should they keep keep playing October ball every day? Honestly, at this point, uh, particularly with the the veterans, your your Justin Turner's, your uh, Clayton Kershaw's, your Hinjin Rayus, I I do think that you let them like you know with Dave Roberts, he came out a couple of days ago and said we're going to skip. Hinjin Rayu's next start because his, he just hasn't been pitching as effectively as he was earlier in the season. And they think it's because he was out for like a season and a half with injury and it's, you know, he's just tired. Yeah. So I think for some of those players, it makes sense to, to sit them down. But when they come in, you're not going to ask them to go half speed. You're going to say, listen, yeah. we want you to go in and we want you to play playoff baseball, but give those guys days off. And, you know, generally within baseball, about every fifth day you try to get whoever the backup is into each position. And, and so maybe you increase that now to two times a week or something like that. But no, I, I think when you're on the field, you're not going to not leg it out. You know, if, yeah. if you can advance from first to third, you're not just going to go to second and say, I don't want to pop a hamstring. Like you, you need to stay in, in, in the rhythm of baseball and yeah. you want to continue playing tough. But uh, if Dave Roberts can find some time to sit some of these guys uh, so that they do stay healthy and that they're fresh, ready for the playoffs, I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, it, it's a it's a gift and a curse because man, sometimes you clinch too early and yeah. take that foot off the gas and just well, lose your momentum. And, oh, yeah. and here's the thing: the American League right like now, like the is Angels so did tough. in what 2015. Yeah. But the, the 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 American League at the top is so tough. I mean, it showed when the Yankees came into Dodger Stadium and took two or three. Um, that the Dodgers right now are playing for home field advantage. So, you know, Roberts can still sit people, but I think the concern is is that you want to have home field throughout the playoffs. Sure, yeah. And and I don't know where the Dodgers stand. I think the last I looked, they were still at the top of Major League Baseball with record, and they would have home field. But they can't lose that. They need to keep that focus so that if they do make it to the World Series this year, that if it goes to a Game 7, they guarantee that that is going to be a home game. And so... Uh, right now, the Dodgers need to be playing for the World Series because I do think that they have got a very good opportunity of getting through that National League. But if they can achieve those two things and, and give maybe some of your starters a little bit of rest, yet still maintain record and, and go into the postseason with that, that best record in Major League Baseball, that's what you have to do. And and if, if it was me, I would rather sacrifice you know, maybe missing starts with some of my, my, my top players for that home field advantage okay. because I want, to be honest with you, I want to get that monkey off my back and, yeah. and you can't, 
like the Lakers could do this in the early 2000s. They could kind of walk through and not have home field because they knew that when push came to shove, they were going to win game one, steal home home court advantage back, and they were going to win throughout. The Dodgers don't have that mentality yet because they haven't been able to get over the hump. And so they need every advantage that they can get to help them actually achieve that World Series. And so to me, you have to get home field if they're going to have a shot at winning it this year. Mm. Now, now, looking at where this is going. Yeah. Dodgers, Yankees, Houston, they're all they're all great teams. Any one of those teams you would rather avoid at this point point in time because Houston, they're they're putting up some phenomenal numbers. Yeah, about this last week. So I, personally, they're a tough opponent, but Yankees also. I think, with all due respect to both of those organizations, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see either of them. Okay. But if I had to choose between the two, I think I would rather see Houston. And 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 there's two reasons. One, because I feel like when the Dodgers played Houston a couple of years back, they were the better team, and and they just they they had a few. Really, just a few moments where they they sort of lapsed, and mm. and that was the difference between winning and losing. Um, when you look at the rotation for the Houston Astros, the Dodgers traditionally have hit Granky very well, and so uh, you know Justin Verlander is is two years older. Yeah. He's he's close to forty years old. So I, I think that if the Dodger with the with the way the Dodgers lineup sets up. I think if you can get to those guys early and get into their bullpen, which is also a strength, I, I do think that the Dodgers would have a better time with Houston. I, I think the Yankees right now are the, probably the toughest team, yeah. and I, that's, that's the team I wouldn't want to face right now. Yeah. Even though technically the Dodgers would have playoff more playoff experience, you know, it didn't really show when they were in Dodger Stadium a few weeks ago. So I guess if you asked me, I'd probably say Houston. Yeah. If it was a Dodgers-Yankees World Series, who would you root for? Oh, the Dodgers, absolutely. <laughs> I'd put my Yankees hat away. Ben be loving, be loving New York. No, you teams. know what? I do love New York teams, and oh, I do love the Yankees. The they are, they are my second favorite team. I know they are, but it's it's hands down. I mean, if Dodgers the Yankees, it's I'm a Dodgers fan. Of course, no. I I knew you'd answer that. I was just testing you. <laughs> All right, let's let's get on to some drama. Mm. How about this Antonio Brown? It's oh. funny because at the beginning of the week, or or a few days after last, we spoke. And he is no longer a Raider. I right. think it was like the next day. Okay. <laughs> you find out he's been released by the Raiders. And well, and then a few <laughs> days later, he signed with the Patriots. Yes. Do, you remember, do you guys remember that, that uh, movie, My Cousin Vinny? Yeah, yeah, of course. Remember when he gets up and he says, counselor, would you like to say anything? He goes, everything that guy just said was bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> remember? Yes. That's what I say to myself last week. <laughs> So you just called yourself an idiot. I did. Maybe Antonio Brown's fighting for the players Uh, with this helmet stance that he's taking. Here's the thing. You don't you don't really know like I was watching Hard Knocks and he he I mean he was out shaking hands with Raiders fans. He was going to like high school games and in his Raiders jersey taking pictures with people. So to me he was an ambassador of the Raider organization. Mm -hmm. And and I thought maybe you know, it could because again, you're not involved with the day to day conversations or whatever. So, I mean, everyone's writing about, oh, he's complaining about his helmet or he's got the toe issue or this foot issue or whatever it is. You don't know the guy, you know, who you don't know who he is. Yeah. And so I was just trying to paint a picture of this is something that maybe could be going on and, and people are missing the point. Yeah. But uh, to wow. be honest with you, I don't really. Why were you off base? 
Yeah, I don't Antonio know. Antonio Brown is an ambassador to nothing but himself. Well, you know what? And that's that's obvious. And and he you know, and and the way I look at it right now is is we win week one. Uh unfortunately the Raiders uh you know, they, they are losing a huge talent. They lost two draft picks in in, in picking up Antonio yeah. Brown and then dropping him. Um and and it's going to hurt them throughout the remainder of the season because they're not as strong in the receiving core. You know, we thought that Derek Carr was going to have you know this weapon and it was going to make all the other receivers around him better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to be a huge hit to the Raiders. Uh, you know, but they they came out week one and 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 they ended up you know taking care of business. Looks pretty good. If yeah. they, but you know they're playing like the twenty first or twenty second ranked team in the NFL mm-hmm. in, in yeah. Denver. So look, they they took care of business. They did what they had to do. And now they're moving forward, and, and everybody's saying the right things. And then, obviously, I'm sure you guys have heard that Antonio Brown now is being a- accused of uh, yeah. rape. Yeah. So, and so now, you know, I'm sure Roger Goodell and his boys are probably going to suspend him for the whole, you know, you're not you're not protecting the shield type of thing. And so, who knows if he even takes a snap for for the Patriots? And and to be quite honest with you, if he, let's say he's suspended for the entire season, you know, is there going to be a team that's going to take the chance on him next year? Mm. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he's damn. He's I, talented, so probably. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. who I knows? Don't know. I think I think they said that he is playing in week two because there's there's not enough evidence yet to suspend him. Yeah, right now it's just accusations. So right. at this point in time, he would it's be. He playing. said, she said, and he's yeah. denying it. He's denying. He, he it. released a statement, kind of explaining everything yeah. that she said. You know, it's one of those things where. Who knows? The, this the whole, timing is awful, and yeah, the the whole it. thing looks very suspicious. And you kind of want to ask yourself, oh, absolutely, did Antonio Brown really want to be a Raider in no. the first place? No, I mean, throughout, I, right. throughout training camp, he wasn't there. Right. Preseason, he wasn't there. The, his right. whole foot injury, this whole helmet issue, right? And it seems like the whole game plan, probably all along, was for him to end up. In, in New England, in New England yes. where uh, where the Steelers never wanted to go ahead and trade him well, to. So that's the thing. So if you take the step back, mm-hmm. he was he was a Steeler. And for eight years, he was the best receiver in the NFL. And so if you think about the Pittsburgh Steeler organization, who generally take care of their players, you know, it's it, they are a very, very well-run organization. They decided that he was just too much to handle. Yeah. And so they had a choice. They, they could you know, pay him what he was asking or they had to trade him. And the two, there's, there's a couple teams that they didn't want to trade him to first, first and foremost is their divisional rivals, mm-hmm. the Patriots. Yep. And then anyone within their division, because then they'd have to see him twice a year. Yeah. So it really limited where he can go. And so even though it was in the AFC, it was to the Raiders who weren't planning on making this, the Super Bowl anytime soon. So it, it made sense. So of course now Antonio goes over there. He signs the thirty million guaranteed. So just in case it doesn't work out, he gets paid. <laughs> but yeah, from the very beginning, I feel like he had some agreement with the Patriots yeah. to probably say, "Listen, let me see if I can get out of this, and if I do, I'll sign with you." And and really, the the, the writing is on the wall. I mean, he gets released by the Raiders, and one hour later, he's signed oh, by yeah. the Patriots. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I I think full tin foil hat. I I think that that's what he went into the offseason thinking is what can I do to piss off the Raiders so that they'll release me. Wow, it just it just comes full circle right it, back to the Patriots. The pieces I mean, do just fit yeah. too perfectly yeah. together. Yes, it does. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's I, having Antonio Brown on your team is like dating Charlie Sheen. I mean, it, yeah, it's just it's just it's true. It's a you, whole you lot know of what mess. You're getting into yeah, and look, at, they got Josh Gordon on their team too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. guy who's been a train wreck, even even more so 
with all the the it's just been drugs the drugs and, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They seem to have wrangled him in at least. Well, I guess we're only one week into the season. I yeah. think he did. He he played for what half the season last year. For yeah, him? and yeah. then he got suspended with a drug-related incident. So, <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you what. If they uh, if they can make it work, if they can make it work. Boy, that is going to be a, a you get this, you That's take another testament to Bill Belichick. You take this the the Super Bowl champions the year before, and you add two receivers like that to your receiving core that you didn't have at the end of last yeah. season with yeah. Tom Brady as your quarterback. That that team's going to be unbeatable. Ugh. They Nuts. look like a tough team, yeah, especially with Antonio Brown. Crazy. I, hopefully, Rams don't pin up again. Well, I, I, I hope the, I hope the news. I mean, obviously, you never want somebody to have been raped or assaulted. So, I yeah. hope the news does come out that she's just trying to get a money grab. But wait, if wait. she's not, then thoughts and prayers to her. And sorry, there is really one funny thing though that that I wanted to bring up with the Antonio Brown thing. Yeah. And so if, if we, I think we talked about it a couple of weeks back that OJ is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So OJ actually had a comment on, uh, <laughs> oh, on Antonio Brown. Yes. So he goes, hey, Twitter world, I don't think many people are pulling for you right now, but I'm not kicking you off my fantasy team. <laughs> right? That was, that was, I mean, okay. that's kind of a bite of his comment. All right. And uh, so somebody commented on it that, and it said to OJ, he says, man, that's killer analysis. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, with the gloves and all yeah so you got the most hated person in the world oj reads that and just kind of laughs and and chuckles no i knowing i truthfully think that uh he doesn't read any of it i think if he did he'd probably commit suicide Really? Oh, yeah, because wow. I think, you know why? Because I, I little... think he's too big of a narcissist. No, yeah. I think but, he... but for that reason, because I think that he cares about so much what people think about him that if he actually read it, it would hurt him. Uh, I feel like he then makes why the tweet excuses it in the first place? that, uh, you I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we need uh, he's looking my for wife in here for the uh, <laughs> analysis on yeah. what, OJ, what OJ's thinking. Real quick, before we move on, you yeah. mentioned the Steelers. Uh, best play by far of the weekend has to be mentioned. Did you guys watch the Steelers Patriots game? No, um, I <laughs> caught a little bit of it. A, I don't know if you saw the oh, highlight. Yes, I think there's I the one play where everyone uh, it, uh, Steelers are on offense. Literally, the entire line moves. The the quarterback moves as though the the snap was going to happen, but the center stands still, doesn't snap the ball. So, like everyone moves except the center. He it's is a statue. The yeah. Funniest looking thing ever. <laughs> and of course, then the ref calls penalty on uh, everyone except the center moved. <laughs> is that what he said in the yeah. announcement? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because you got you know uh, movement <laughs> number seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Right. He called a penalty on everyone except the guy whose fault it was. That's funny. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, he's the guy that is the official. I mean, so yeah. if yeah. he doesn't snap technically, it, then it shouldn't him. have been a play. Yeah, that's right, oh, man. So good. So good. Great, great stuff. Uh, Moving on, but sticking with football, how about our Rams? Week one win over the Panthers. Yes, yes. You got to be excited about a week one win, especially against Carolina. Was your butt puckering a little? Absolutely. Uh, No, it wasn't. Well, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. You know, at the end, end, uh, the Rams got the win. And, uh, you know, it's hard to face... A Carolina team at home. If you thought Carolina was an easy team to beat, uh, I, I, I think uh, you're absolutely wrong. They were a tough team. But, uh, you know, we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking more on the Rams' house. But uh, overall, I'm thankful that the Rams got that win away from home. 
And of course, we come back to the Coliseum this week, taking on the uh, Saints. Oh man! Yeah. In the uh, rematch of uh, Saint- Saints, are going to come in fired up after last year's. Uh, eh, someone call it a uh, missed call. Yeah. I think most would call it a missed call, actually. Yeah, and if you actually watch that uh, this week, the Saints versus uh, Texans game, a lot of the fans in the audience, they were wearing ref jerseys. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, those Saints fans, they really hate those refs out there, but it was was very comedic. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're a little bit salty. Well, and the funny thing is there was some questionable calls in that game there's questionable calls of in course every there game. Is, yeah. but but now that's one of the storylines is all the bunk calls that the saints are getting yeah and and how they're blaming you know they're gonna blame everything on this on sounds the like refs. the king's realm oh! <laughs> <laughs> it does we need more cussing though for that wait uh, so before, before you move on yeah. so the saints this weekend the rams are favored by two and a half two and a half yeah uh what do you think the spread, or what do you think that final score is going to be? What do you think that spread is going to be? I, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a high-scoring game, and my prediction— Really? With those two offenses, you don't think it's going to be high-scoring? Yeah, I, I think they each have each other each other's numbers. I think both defenses have played very well throughout last season, and including what I've seen so far in the in 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 last week. But uh, you know what? I, I still think the the Saints they they just might have a little bit of an edge just because they want revenge from last season. I, I think the Saints win it by two touchdowns for that reason. Oh, I don't think it's going to be blown for that up reason. By I, that I, far. I think they're going to come in and they're just going to blow the doors off the Rams. Well, last week on the Rams house, Darren and I both predicted a Saints win. Yeah, sadly. Although I'm changing it now. Rams win. <laughs> I feel like that happens every time we get to that week. Well, they're going to go 16 and 0 according to you. So I said if they beat the Saints this week, they're going 16 and 0. Well, there you but, go. Uh, but yeah, it, it's going to be a tough game. I, I think the Saints, oh, they're going to be so fired up. No, they will. They, yep. they want blood. You know what, though? The Rams know it. And uh, yeah. I think they'll come in and, and uh, they'll put up a good fight. Yeah. I think it'll be a close game. Definitely. Yes, so don't miss out on that. And uh, for uh, the rest of your in-depth Rams news, the Rams house is back. They are. Yes. Darren and I and, and whoever else wants to join us will be on the podcast. Tune in to find out who that is on the Rams house. Rams house. Who's house? Rams, Rams house. house. Yeah. Uh, wow. Moving on to uh, USC. Sorry, I'm still thrown off. Ben, anytime you wear glasses, I am always thrown off. Yeah, well, I can't see. It ages him. you like ten years. <laughs> it's not it the... actually ages me like ten years. I feel. My wife thinks <laughs> I, feel... I look cute in them. Well, that's what wives have to say. It does I take a little bit of an adjustment. It, but... I mean, not saying that you're dumb, but it saying... adds two hundred to your IQ. Ah, thank <laughs> you. I'm not saying they don't look good. They they look good. Ah, thank you look you. good, but you look so much more distinguished. I mean, they add. Maybe they don't add years, like but they add IQ maturity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Thank IQ you. I'll points. take it. Yeah. And and that's what throws me off. I feel like I have to take you a little more seriously. Than <laughs> so USC and Lynn Swan, athletic director, parted ways. You got to, I feel like you updated yourself on this, Ben. What, what, what happened? So all the articles that I read didn't specifically say that there was, you know, a reason why he either resigned or they fired him. They, I mean, he resigned, but I mean, we don't know if he was forced behind the scenes or whatever. But from what I could gather, uh, the people at USC were not happy with the fact that 
uh, he extended Clay Helton's uh, contract in 2018 for five more years to 2023. Really? I thought everyone and loved then, that move. And then when Helton goes <laughs> sub wrong? 500 last year, that they stick with him for another season. So I think ultimately that was probably the last straw that broke the camel's back. And so that's, to me, if you ask me why he either resigned or got fired, it was for those decisions. Yeah. Are there any grumblings of who's going to take over next? Well, so at this point, there was a compliance director or something. Is Oddly enough, his name is Dave Roberts. That's <laughs> uh, not confusing. Who, who's taking over as acting athletic director for the re- remainder of the season. And so the president of USC right now, along with the, this compliance officer, uh, vice president, AD, or whatever the hell he is now, are going to be working to fill that athletic director position as well as evaluate whether Clay Helton is going to be the guy moving forward uh, past 2019. And so uh, a lot of people thought that Clay Helton had a lot of security when Lynn Swan was there because of the fact that he was the one that signed him to the five-year extension. Uh, but now that Lynn Swan is out, really everybody's thinking that at the end of this season, uh, unless Clay Helton turns this around and, and they go undefeated and win a national championship, he's probably going to be ousted. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which listen, as a USC fan, that is that is that is excellent news. Now, <laughs> as far as I am concerned, Dave Roberts probably ought to have Urban Meyer on speed dial because if Urban comes back as the head coach, he might have his own guy that he wants to bring in as the athletic director. And mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you, I think it's time to bring in somebody as an athletic director that doesn't have ties to USC football. Fresh blood. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you if, I mean sense. if you go back to I I I didn't look at the years, but Mike Garrett was the USC athletic director for you know over 10 years, and he was an old USC football player. And ultimately, it was the Reggie Bush scandal and then the sanctions that cost him his job as the athletic director. So then they replaced Mike Garrett with Pat Hayden. And Pat Hayden was there for a few years, but unfortunately, it was after Pete Carroll had resigned. And they went through, so after Carroll, they went through Lane, Lane Kiffin. And, and they, sanctions. Yeah, they fired him, and then, then they brought in, remember, Coach O for half the season? Yes. And then they told Coach O, you're not going to get the full-time job, <laughs> so oh, Coach O quit before the, before uh, the season. bowl game. Yeah. So they had Clay Helton actually coach that bowl game. So they had three coaches that season. Then they hire Sark. That guy was an alcoholic. Then they then they <laughs> then they hire Clay Helton, right? So that all happened under Pat Hayden, and so there was not there wasn't any stability during that time. So then yeah. they they fired him, and then they bring in Lynn Swan, and then you know, we, I already talked about it, but Lynn Swan brought in Clay Helton and was also on watch when Lori Laughlin paid the USC athletic department to, to get her uh, two kids into college. So. With those two scandals, that's another another thing that came up that may have been sort of a behind the scenes. Mm, we need to yeah. get rid of Lynn Swan, but yeah. they've had nothing but issues. There hasn't been any stability with USC football. Uh, you know, prior prior to the whole Reggie Bush scandal thing, I mean, there was they were solid up to that point, but since then it's been a dumpster fire. So they need to bring in somebody that's got new blood, somebody that you know is going to be there for you know ten years, that's got some stability, that brings in their coach. And, and and maybe we can bring USC football back to prominence because, uh, listen, it's been too long. Uh, about every 10 years or so, USC should have a great team, and it's been over 10 years now, and I'm hungry. There you oh. go. Antonio Brown might be available to <laughs> yeah, I'm not be athletic director. <laughs> stable. You know what? I think I'd rather stable. have OJ. He'll be there a while. I would rather have OJ. Than oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> 
Hey, Twitter world. That just screams old man it on does, Twitter. It does. It so yeah. does. Hey, Dude, dude's world. like 75 years old or something. <laughs> oh, man. He's not that old. He is. Is he, he really? He's that old. I'll look he it up. He can't be that old. I feel like wearing those glasses that you're wearing, he might look 75 years old. That and he's uh... 72 years old. I wasn't that wow. far off. Wow. Yeah. Man. Good for you. Yeah. Good for OJ, too. Yeah. Hey, hey Twitter world. <laughs> I think it's funny. All of his video posts start with that. Uh, classic OJ. Right on. How did, uh, real quick, before we move on from SC, did you watch the game this weekend? I, you know what? It's funny. No, I didn't. And I'll tell you why. Because I don't you want care. them to lose anyway. I yeah. do. Yeah. And I, I don't care. Did and they win? They did. Okay. And so the funny, So they're two and oh? Yeah. So the funny thing is is that when I saw that they were playing Stanford, it was on ESPN and I said, you know, I'm just not interested. But the true fan that I am, mm-hmm. I you know, I have them on my ESPN app, so every time there's a score it, it updates me. And so midway through the second quarter, they're down, I think it was twenty to three. And I thought Oh, okay. I mean, this is going to be a blowout. This is the beginning of the end for Clay Helton. And then all of a sudden, my phone was blown up. I think the USC ended up scoring 40 unanswered points or something in oh, a row. Wow. wow. Ended up blowing Stanford out by over 20. Um, Does Stanford suck this season or? Uh, they were, Did... I believe they were ranked 23rd or they were like in the, in the, okay. in the high 20s. All right. And USC went in non ranked. So Stanford would wow. have been the, you know, the, the team that you, everyone would have thought would have won. But you know what? USC did this a few years back, and they ran the ball real tough, and they they beat the shit out of Stanford. And I remember it was week two or week three of that season, and Eric and I were sitting here going, you know what? If USC can play this type of football the rest of the season, we're, we may go undefeated. We could win a national championship. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they played Clay Helton ball the rest of the season, oh, and, and, it's, and they sucked. You know, They went and they got their asses handed to them by Texas the week after. So to me, this is an anomaly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, my, my friends at work that are USC fans, I told them, I said, listen, if, unless, you know, if you look at, I think they play BYU, they play like uh, Notre Dame and, and one other, anyway, their schedule over the next three weeks is going to be tough. Tough schedule, all right. And so we'll see what they're made of. Personally, I think they go 0-3 and, and they'll be 2-3 and in, in week five. Ooh. Um, so I, I am not buying into him. That's the Ben I am know. not going That's, to waste yeah. my time watching USC couch. football so long as Clay Helton is uh at the helm and it reminds me a lot of the end of the McCourt years for Dodger baseball I boycotted I didn't go to a single game for the last two seasons Mm. I didn't watch any Dodger baseball I didn't even follow Dodger baseball at that point because I wanted him out the same way I want Helton out so yeah yeah, I'm just not interested I I will watch the scores but that's about it there you go did you watch the UCLA game I didn't I I heard (laughs) oh I heard another Owen too yeah (laughs) You know what? Honestly, I'm still I, I I'm rooting that Chip Kelly turns this around. Yeah, sure. It's more it's more exciting when yeah. when they're both good. yeah. It, it is. I'm I'm hoping that USC loses and that UCLA, UCLA wins. wins. That's it is it is a weird time for me. In, in and my you're life. an SC fan. I am. <laughs> Who are you? I don't That's, know. You're, he's Ben Garcia. You know what? This is what happens when unapologetically himself. When Eric Vieira isn't here, this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's an ambassador for Ben. Oh, moving on. Ben, you sent us an article on Kobe. I, of course, didn't read it, but Mm. the headline grabbed my attention, and it screamed Kobe Bryant and Ben Garcia. Well, what what was the headline? So that- it was Kobe <laughs> chastises a uh, sixth grader or a girl for going to her recital, yeah. 
her dance recital over his basketball or her basketball game that he yeah. is he coaching one yes. of his daughter's teams? Yes. Okay. So so Kobe is coaching his daughter's I think they're wow. 13 year old kids. How lucky mm-hmm. are his daughters? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so they go to a tournament and they placed fourth. And so right. the picture that that they took of the team was with their fir- their fourth place like trophies or whatever it was and all the kids just have this face of like I hate myself and I don't want to be here, <laughs> which is what you sort of want because you want your kids to want to win. Yeah. And so so Kobe takes the picture, he posts it to, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, but puts the caption like, here are my players minus one who decided to go to their dance recital today. And then in parentheses oh. writes, we know what's important to him or to her, right? Oh, wow. And so it's oh. totally Mamba because- Wait, he called her out on he social her, media? Yes. Oh, so then subsequently, that's he okay. goes and gets, and he goes back. He didn't name her though, right? No, okay. but he updates it later. And I don't know what he changed the wording to. They mentioned it in the article and I forgot, but essentially softening his stance. Yeah. But I mean, th- this that is, is Mamba. This is the way that I look at it is that Kobe Bryant is not coaching a team of any girls that aren't don't have aspirations of making the WNBA. Yeah. This isn't rec league at your local city park, mm-hmm, which yeah. you don't care about. This is travel ball. This is you're trying to be nationally ranked. You're yep. trying to get uh WNBA scouts to come out and look at you. You know, because I mean if you think about the 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 boys game, I mean you're getting scouts to watch 13, 14 year old yeah, kids because they want to know who they are before they get high school. Yeah. And so when you're playing at that elite level at that age, you have to be all in. Mm-hmm. You can't, You. I mean, it's not like it is, you know, when you're in high school or you're playing for your local city rec team, which is, well, I got dance and I've got this, but I have more fun at dance and, and I'm only doing this because mom and dad told me I had to. I mean, you're playing this travel ball because you want to win. And so I, I do think that Kobe has got a point and to be, and, and it's funny because when I send the article to Jeff, he goes, oh, this is totally you, Ben. And it <laughs> is. I agree. Yeah. And that is that as a society, we're just too damn soft. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe, I think rightfully so, called this person out for not being there. And of course, then everybody hits back at him. And, you know, Kobe is a brand. He is, you know, he 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 wants to make money. He he wants to, he has aspirations of of doing certain things. And if you piss the public off, you, you're not going to be in their good favor. And so, you know, I, and I think rightfully so, he apologizes and changed whatever the wording is. But ultimately, I think that the message was correct. And that is that if you're going to commit to playing travel ball on a team that's competitive, mm-hmm. there are no reasons to miss outside of maybe you know a funeral or you know some some event like that that's a one-time deal yeah. that you have no control over. I don't yeah. care if that recital is dancing with the stars. Right. Kobe Bryant is right. your if you're lucky enough in life Absolutely. Yeah. to have drawn a lot where Kobe Bryant is your coach. Yeah. You go to every single minute that that guy's willing to dedicate time to you. Yeah. You be there. Oh, absolutely. And however, I- having said that yeah, if you're Kobe, you don't call a teenage girl out on social media. It wasn't Kobe that called her out. It was the Mamba. When you yeah, get competitive, when you okay. get competitive, that's Mamba. Yeah, Mamba doesn't think. It's Ma- like Vegas Jeff, right? I I can't. Right. Uh, I yeah. can't control it. Right. Vegas Jeff, he's you know <laughs> what, can't hold me accountable. What's the old Jets head coach? He goes, "You can type it, but don't hit sand." <laughs> <laughs> he's now the Arizona or Arizona State football coach. Uh, I don't he was a coach in Indianapolis. I can't think of his name. Mm. Tony Dungy. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tony yeah, Dungy yeah. used to always say, "You can type it, but don't hit sand." <laughs> 
That sounds nothing like Tony Dungy, but it, it does. But I love it. I'll find the clip. Love it anyway. You know, I I could really sympathize a little bit with with Kobe Bryant because he's a guy who who kind of wants to improve everything that he does. He better himself. He does great on the basketball court. He does great in business. He's hasn't he? He just won an Oscar for crying out loud. Yeah. He wants to surround himself with with positive thoughts with with people who are going to go ahead and procure him into whether it's off the court or on the court into getting these titles and I, I i look at this situation because i'm in a little bit of a similar boat with my son's travel ball team he's out there to go ahead and compete absolutely he works hard he goes to practices he goes to game games sometimes 10 hours a week and you always have those few kids not necessarily dance recital, but they have other sports in mind that yeah. are taking over from the team. And they look at those sports as in, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and put all my efforts into sport A versus my son's travel ball team. And I see how a team like maybe Kobe's fourth place finishing team versus my son's team, it really takes a hit on them. Right. Well, I, I think even more so in, in, in basketball. Yeah. I mean, you know, in baseball, I mean, a, unless you're you like a the shortstop yeah. or a pitcher. I mean, if you're an outfielder or, and, and maybe, you know, cat, okay, a catcher in first base. Like, if you okay, so a base every baseman, position or an outfielder, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how many times do you actually field the ball? Well, right? Or yeah. you only bat four times. I mean, in, an, in, a, in a basketball game, when, you are, when you're a top player, you are touching the ball in every possession. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you may be the guy that's the catalyst of starting that offense. You could be the point guard or you, know, you could be the, the, you know, the, the, the small forward that you know, you're the one that scores all the points. Yeah. You have more impact on a game in, in, in basketball than you ever could playing baseball. Mm. And so I do think Kobe has an absolute point. Yeah. And yeah. especially if, if you're – you know what you're getting into if Kobe Bryant is the coach. Yeah. Like, right. that's on you. I know your son's coaches are competitive. They are. They are a drop in the bucket compared yeah. to Kobe. And, and uh, yeah, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You brought it on yourself when you went to your <laughs> dance recital. So, sorry. Sorry, young lady, but uh, Kobe's right, Show as up always. to the game, girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? We, uh, we're nearing the end of the show. Or, or our final segment of the show. And I, I feel like much like Saturday Night Live. You know how Saturday Night Live, I mean, I haven't watched it in years, but it used to be when you got to that like 1245 time slot of the show where it's getting to the end, you'd get to a sketch that was like the weirdest thing. Oh, and yeah. You, it was either super weird and it either hit and it was hilarious <laughs> or it completely bombed and it was like, whatever. And and that's why you realize, okay, that's why it's at the end of the show. Well, I feel like that's why at the end of this show, Darren says, ah, if we have time, I want to talk about dating. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, Eric's not here to talk about the galaxy. <laughs> well, first of all, wait, aren't you married? Why I am married. Talk about dating? <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Just because you're married, as everybody in this room is, don't you guys still go on dates? With I mean, our, with our wives. With your wife. Oh, yeah. okay. I yeah, was going to yeah. be like, wait, I don't have a Sancho or a side <laughs> piece. What yeah. are you talking about? Ben's like, we ixnay on the dating <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about it later, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> if you My wife mistress... doesn't listen, but she'll still <laughs> hear that. No, you know what? You guys My dad would hear it and be like, hey, Stephanie, you should hear this part. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, then my this balls is the would end up on a jar pod. on the nightstand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you know what? 
going going back to this, um, I, 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 although I could probably do a better job in taking my wife out to dates, and probably I have done this more in the last few years and not been. I don't know if you go on many dates. You have two young kids. We're I, in the trenches right now. Yeah, you're yeah. in the trenches right now. Not often, but actually, we're we're getting back in the routine. But they're good, daytime good for you. dates. They're daytime dates. Yeah. All right, and in are Victor, they with the kids? No, in fact, her mom oh. and sister have been real good about uh, taking both kids for roughly four hours in the morning on Saturdays. Okay, and so what we've been doing is just spending just time alone, and it could be taking a walk. Last weekend we went the to Schooner Later Saturday morning date. Yeah, we, we went to Ooh, Schooner Later's, and we had a we had a breakfast, and and you know, like those are the types Sounds of things lovely. that we do now. It's maybe, great. Maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know if we'll have enough we did, time. We did hit Home Depot. Home Depot. Yes, okay. last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice. We bought some doors. Real nice. Yeah, oh, that's how we roll. Love it. And, and Jeff, you know what? I, I know you're technically still a newlywed so i'm sure first year probably, of marriage yeah coming up on uh yeah the one year anniversary yeah. next month you should start liking her here right in about the next you know a couple oh, of weeks fingers you know? crossed <laughs> fingers crossed we're almost to the to, to, to the, the good line. part yeah. yeah so you know i read a I read an article on match.com regarding dating wait and... wait 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 yeah <laughs> we're talking about how loyal and loving we are to our wives what are you doing on match.com i read an article i was not on what it what were you no, they, they do articles. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, like Yahoo has. Wait, yeah. It's like saying I read Playboy for the articles. It was, what were you doing on It was on, on the Match? Yahoo homepage. How yeah. about that? Yeah. So uh, I right. was inclined to go ahead okay. and read it. Well, maybe yes. lead with that, <laughs> just to make things clear. So anyways, I was on the Yahoo homepage reading an article from Match.com, okay. and uh, they were talking about dating. And for for this situation, I'm going to go ahead and rewind the clock a little bit for okay. the parts when you were dating your current wife, not after okay. marriage, All right. but before marriage, yeah. just so we don't get in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you guys, what, how much on average do you guys think you spent on a date? Ooh, well, I, I'll, I'll start because I have an unfair advantage here. Okay. I, I kind why of, is that? I kind of hit the jackpot. And at first I didn't think it was a great thing. So I'm- a drinker, I, yeah, not not heavily. I, I drink a normal amount, pod night, and you know yeah. maybe a couple over the weekend. Uh, my wife does not drink; she's sober. Okay. She hasn't. Uh, I think she's like three or four years sober since. Be- I've never I've never seen her take a Ooh, drink. So you since, went out since on that I've one, known yeah. her. Yeah. Well, and in the beginning, you know, when you drink and then you start dating someone who doesn't drink. You're like, how is this going to work? You know, I've I've never yeah. really I never made it past the second date with those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's well, the first sign of Ben. Yeah, don't drink. I'm seeing you around too. Yeah, yeah. No, you always leave amicably and you say I'll call you and then you don't. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny too because so in the beginning I was like thinking, well, you know, maybe you know because I I drink, you know in a healthy way. Like I I am responsible about my drinking. Yeah. Is that true, and, Vegas Jeff? That is true. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, 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 that's why it's Vegas Jeff, because he rarely comes uh, out only true. when we're in Vegas. Yeah, that's and, true. And he is, uh, yeah, he rarely comes out. Just but, on Friday the 13th. Oh, when he does, it is a good time. He comes out with thunder. Or so I've heard. But uh, so so my, I'm thinking, you know, maybe, maybe she's just been around, you know, people who aren't good at drinking in her life and, yeah. and one of these days she'll she'll come around and and you know maybe together we'll you know make the decision whether she wants to you know maybe have a drink in, in a in a good way and then I asked her I said you know why why don't you drink and and she says well you know I'm just not good at it I'm just 
uh, when I get drunk, I, you know, I, I can be dramatic and, and sloppy know, and, and, and yeah, yeah and, and whatever. And she's like, that. I just, I just don't like it. I don't be in out, like being out of control and whatever. And second, I heard that I was like, you know what? I because there's different Jeff kinds dramatic. of drunks. He goes, yep. Don't don't ever don't ever don't take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's happy drunks. I'm I tend to be a happy drunk, lovable drunks. But there are drama drunks. Yeah, we is. all know that person yes. that we love yes. dearly, and they're a great person. But when they are drunk, you just don't want to be around them. And and we all have those. People. There's fighter drunks, people who want to just pick fights when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so once I heard that, I was like, nope, nope. She can stay sober, and and I would never pressure her or you know anything or whatever. But it turns out, all that to say, I hit the jackpot because my dates are so cheap. All right. Think about when you go out to dinner. Okay. It's not the meal that's expensive. It's You have two or three drinks times two. Times two, yeah. That's, it that's adds like, up. That's like 60, 70 bucks right there in drinks. Yeah. And, you know, plus your meals. So you're looking at at least, you know, 150, 200 bucks after would you, tip. Would, and- when you went out with your wife and she didn't drink, would you still get your two drinks or would you not? Sometimes. If I felt like it, I would. Okay. And and I'd, I'd usually only have one, maybe two sometimes. But, okay. So we're getting out of there for like 70, 80 bucks. Wow. At a nice restaurant. Yeah. So, so Good for you. So let me, okay, let me rephrase the, because the, you asked how much did you spend? Are you including yourself in that or are you just including what you spent on her? Okay. So, so for this instant, the yeah. date would include dinner, a movie, and wine. Okay. Oh, well, for, movie for, for instantly both, for adds both. $200. For both, Movies yeah. Okay. Cheap. So- you well, get popcorn? The, the answer to your question is- <laughs> What is, size is soda? If you really want to woo her, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the answer to your question, and this and this is pre, precedes my wife as well, is I never really went to the movies. Oh, yeah. Same here. Um, but when I, when I did meet my wife, I met her later on in life where, and I was lucky in the sense that she had done, she had had her party years. And when, when we met, one of the things that she made very clear in the very beginning was that she was not interested in dating somebody that wanted to go out drinking all the time. Yeah. Somebody whose entertainment was to go out to a bar five nights a week. How so, did you guys make it past the first date? Because I had also passed that point. <laughs> yeah, his no, glasses so, on. so she yeah. enjoyed the drinking, but I remember- Yeah, his glasses on. Yeah, when I, when I started to date her, I took my glasses off. <laughs> Do I look dumber? <laughs> but when we started dating, I was also past that. And so really, our dates were, again, and, and I, when I think back with my entire relationship with my wife, most of our dates have been in the daytime. Mm-hmm. You know, like on weekends when we were dating, we used to go out and we'd- go grab something to eat or whatever. And most nights we, we stuck around the house. We didn't really go out. So I think to answer your question, I was out for $35 or less if we, if we went out on, on an actual date because it was daytime. Yeah. Well, Alberto's, drinks. you're only yeah. spending like, uh, you know, what, 10, 15 well, bucks and, there. And truth be told, I, you're right. I don't, I don't go to very High-end expensive- High-end restaurants. No, yeah. you don't do sodas. So you're no. drinking the finest tap. Yeah, and then uh, my yeah. wife loves you Mexican get, food. It's and... in the day, so you're getting a matinee instead right. of the well, late we... movie. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, good. That's good business. Yeah, sense, no, but I mean, even even when I was when I was single before I met my wife, I I didn't really spend a whole lot on dates. I was I, I was a serial dater for like five or six years. I yeah. was going on doubt probably five to ten dates a week. You know, in some cases I'd have I I would double do double duty. You know, I'd do like an afternoon date and then a night date. 
<laughs> and and in all of those cases, you know, we'd go hiking or we would do we'd go to the beach or yeah. you know whatever. Way it was. better and, than a movie. Yeah, oh, and, and, yeah. and don't, you would, don't and, be going to movies on dates. Yeah. And you would like, go out. Cliche. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the that's whole thing too is thing. is that like you know if you wanted to drink you bring a cooler you have some beers <laughs> you know like we'd go I I remember you know like one date specifically like there was like a third date or something and some girl from eHarmony or Match or whatever the hell it was. And so we go out and and we had talked about hiking. And so like I, I packed a cooler of some beers. And so we went out hiking, came back to the car, had a couple beers. Like that's, I, that's the girl I was looking for, right? I, I, I yeah. wasn't looking for the girl that wanted to drink red wine, you know, uh, and she was like snooty because I don't like Merlot. I want a cab. You know, like yeah. that was not the girl I was looking for. I was looking for a girl who wanted to drink beer, watch sports, and hang out and do other things, you know, like that's what I was looking for. And so when I was dating, that's that was the intent of the dates. We should do a Ben's dating uh, advice not, segment on not. this show. You know what? We should we Have should create a whole new podcast that listeners. my parents don't know about. Why don't you guys call the voicemail or ah. tweet us? And ask Ben for some dating advice. And, I've got uh, a lot of. Them. I feel go. like every week that but could you, be a great. But segment. some of it is outdated now. Yeah, but I, I feel like we could reel you in on on when you get outdated, especially if Vic's here. Vic knows what the kids are doing. I mean, honestly, <laughs> rule number one: you have to be confident and believe in yourself. Yeah. Well, we don't want it right now. Yeah. But, but All right. maybe <laughs> that'll be for the next part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you just—we're hey, gonna get Aiden and all his friends to listen. I, like yeah. Uncle Ben will tell you exactly what to do. I was very successful in my dating years. <laughs> so yes, you, you so were. you guys are the exception, and I think most of the guys on the pod are the exception. Where we're not gonna go out there, even though you're in those courtship years where yeah. you're trying to, you know, woo the girl and spend so much money. But I have a few figures for you guys okay. on how much the average date is. For some of the states. Oh, I would, oh okay. interesting. I think California okay. would be like $65 for an average date. 65? That's, right. that's way low. Way low. All right. So Jeff, if they're, if no, they're going dinner, dinner and a movie is dinner, what they're basing Dinner, movie, right? and a glass of wine. Oh. And a glass of wine. Bottle of wine, I'm sorry. Bottle of wine. Yeah. Splitting a bottle of wine. Okay. Well, if you- In do, California- In the state of California, uh, how like much do you think uh, the two, average- 250 no, no. 250 no. bucks. I'd say 120 Oh, Wow. Well, uh, 120. Yeah. What kind of wine are you drinking? They said bottle, not box. Yeah, it's coming in a box wine right there. <laughs> <laughs> the state of California, the average amount on a date is $226.35. Hey! Oh, closest without going over, though. Ben technically wins. Ben, if you're going on two dates uh, a day, uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I never spent that an entire day. I, I've spent that or in a an month. entire night when I was doing shots and bought for everybody at the bar. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> So you'll, so you'll spend that on a bar full of strangers, but not on a woman you, that you potentially no, you know want to date. You, you don't want to set a precedent. <laughs> don't set the That's, bar high. That, yeah. You uh, don't want to set the bar high. Nick's that uh, anyone remember, who wants to call in and ask Ben for advice, I, I take it back. Do <laughs> not call no, and ask Ben for Here's the thing. Advice. You never want to set a precedent. It's like picking a woman up from an airport, right? If you do it when you're dating and then you don't do it later on, it's like you used to do that. But if you've never done it, she can't hold it against you. Uh, well, I don't right? know about so, But that. the thing is, is that like when you're dating, it's like, you know, I'm going to take you out, I'm going to buy you wine, I'm going to buy you all these things, and then like later on, you get become a cheapskate, and you're like, I'm not going to do it anymore, and then she can always hold it against you. you when you loved me, you used to do it. You treat them, you treat them it's, when they're dating the way you want to treat them. That's forward when thinking out. right there. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, he, he has a point, but... And if you squint your eyes and, and it, hey, stop it being kind soft. of maybe makes sense... But then, uh, the, 
Ben, this is your potential wife, the girl that you're going to spend your entire life with. So, but you're here, not going to pick her me, up in the me, airport. Let me tell you why it works. Though. Stephanie is a because saint. Because Ste- no, shout out to she, Stephanie. She is Garcia. a Steph. She is a saint. But the the reason why we ended up together is because we think so much alike. I bet you, if you were to have this conversation with her and ask her yeah. similar no, questions, she, I think she would have she would, very similar responses to me. And that she wouldn't want you spending that much money. Yeah, and that ultimately yeah. is what mm-hmm. I wanted to end up with. Yeah. You know, is somebody no, that true. that values family, somebody that <laughs> values I? spending time together, and not and doesn't value the fact that you're going to go out and spend. $226 on a fucking date <laughs> I, for stuff that you're not going to get anything for. Can I share one of my favorite Ben and Steph stories? Oh, here we go. When they're when they're living in, uh, Ben Ben had a house in Lakewood before yeah. they, they met. And so so Steph moved in and they're living there. And, and uh, you know, Ben had his whole, you know, bachelor set up for that oh, house. Oh, I did. And, and so he had to, you know, Steph kind of moved her stuff in. And you know what, Ben, although it really bothered him and got up under his skin because he's very particular about yes. his things, he realized... He wanted her to feel at home, so he, you know, let her come in and, yeah. and bring her stuff and whatever. Well, you know, Ben's got his nice big TV in the in the living room, you know, with the direct TV and everything all all hooked up. And you know, Steph had her network shows that that she wanted to watch in in the other room, you know, and and so you know, as we've talked about before, you need two TVs for a for a happy marriage. Yeah. So so <laughs> Ben sets up a TV in the other room. And uh, it uh, it was a little bit smaller than Ben's in the It was it was room. actually Stephanie's TV. Okay, so, so when Stephanie's she moved TV, in, it was her you TV. took her, yeah. yeah. But you know, rather than you know get her a direct TV box or you know another one for for her room, <laughs> you know he gets her he gets her an antenna. But you know you you don't want to go to you don't want to go down to Target and you know spend sixteen ninety nine on an antenna. He makes an antenna. Oh my and I gosh. go in and I, I see this. Hey, it thing. worked good. It, it looked like it looked like something from a high school wood shop that, that got probably a D minus. You know, and that's only because there was effort involved. It's like a two by four, you no, know, it wasn't a two, mountain, yeah. or or something and then it, it's got like I mean, it looked like hangers that were bent off of this thing. It was actually it was stripped Classic. electrical wire. It was stripped electrical copper. <laughs> and I and I had and I and it's I, got a coax coming off of it. Yeah. The, I was like, "What the hell is this you thing?" A, you have a He's seventy-five like, ohm oh. transformer that converts the coax to yeah. yeah. No, I had it's it all. Like, set I up. made I made Steph a TV antenna, and I'm sure in Ben's head he thought he's you know doing this chivalrous yeah. gesture. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, so, as opposed to spending sixteen ninety nine so, uh, so on an you, actual TV. No, you are a winner. This, no, 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 no. This is this is where <laughs> yes, you are. It's, th- th- that Love is a true babe. story, but this is where my wife is fantastic. I asked her. I said, "Do you want me to set everything up over here?" And she said, "No, no, no, no. All I want is just like some network stuff because when I'm in here, I just want to have the TV on." Mm. And okay. and so I was like, "Listen." I can I can make you an antenna. I've got all the stuff in the garage. I don't even have to buy anything. And you can get all the network stuff. And she says, perfect. So I made it for her, and she was happy with it. I like my version better. <laughs> You're an asshole. Makeshift antennas. Oh, I Benjamin. still have that antenna in my garage. You, you two are meant to be, for sure. So uh, so a date, 225. Yes. Uh, yeah, state of California. And that's California. Yeah. Two hundred twenty-six dollars. Right. Now, where state does of that California. rank in the hierarchy of states? I would imagine behind New York. Behind, you got to be behind New York. New York is the uh, most expensive state for a date. Uh, any what guesses to uh, how much? I, I mean, probably two seventy-five. I think that's about right. Uh, you're not far off. That's two hundred ninety-seven dollars. Wow. 
Yeah, so there, there uh, must if not be a living... whole lot of dating in New York. I mean, like think about like well, average expensive. income. It's expensive. Just think about average income in every state, right? Mm-hmm. And and when you are twenty years old, you're nowhere close to average income. Like those numbers don't make any sense. Like to me, well, those numbers are like you were married at twenty five, you got divorced at thirty five, and you're thirty seven taking out a twenty five year old. That's yeah. what those dollars are. I feel I feel like these are more senior what's the senior website? Like I it, wow. it's kind of outdated in itself. What yeah, what our time year old is, aren't you is on going, our time? Going to how dare you <laughs> is going to uh uh a dinner with a bottle of wine and a movie, like that. That's, well, the, the, that's those are the financial are doing planners all anyway. in, uh, New, in New York working for the big banks. Well, so, I mean, so, so they get paid thirty thousand or three hundred thousand dollars a year. So you know, two hundred ninety-seven dollars. Oh, so, so, so this is on the one percent match. Should have known. It's <laughs> yeah. Besa reading the yeah, article. It, so it he's yeah, his his uh, uh, Yahoo homepage filters those articles for the one percenters. Let me ask you this. Yeah, and I don't know if the article even had this since you're reading it for the one percent. But uh, should and heaven forbid. Uh, anything goes south with Ben and his lovely wife Stephanie, who we all adore and think the world of. Uh, where would Ben be able to date and get the most bang for his buck? Where's the, what state had the cheapest Mississippi well, dates? Uh, well, you're going to be moving to Nebraska, S- South Dakota. South. I was close. Oh, you were close. I feel like those are all the same state. Anyway. <laughs> Any guesses to uh, how much uh, the average date over there is? Forty-one. I, I feel like it was close to Ben's guess for California, mm-hmm. like sixty. 60 bucks? Well, Ben, you're moving to South Dakota. It was $38. Wow. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, pretty for, close to the Wait, money. wait. For a dinner for and a, a bottle of wine and yeah. a movie. Maybe they, some... I don't think they have movies. In, they don't have talkies anyway in South Dakota. They got a lot of potatoes. So uh, yeah. maybe it's a lot of potato chips and mashed potatoes. <laughs> hey, I was going to say, they, they go to the matinee and the Waffle House. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they drink they that box Bring wine. their own box. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a cork fee at the Waffle House? <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Oh, that was good stuff, guys. I feel like that uh, that last bit was a hit. Good job, Darren. No problem. Thanks for thanks for bringing that in. Glad to be here. Oh yes, not next week though. Yeah, we are out of here. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys and Shorts Pod. You can find us on uh, all the other social media sites. I'm killing time as I'm getting my notes because I can't remember the last time I wrote it all down. He's a note taker. Oh, yeah. Leave a voicemail for us. 562-450-3356. I feel like you could call in, get some uh, dating advice, because uh, you know, where, where Ben is wrong, we can, we can steer you in the right direction. <laughs> Actually, this does sound like, it sounds like a good topic. I feel like it would be good. We, yeah. could, we could give suggestions of where to yeah. go. I feel yeah. like, you know, in California, there's so many options, but you're kind of, you know, nervous about it because, you know, there's, there's not a readily available Yelp review or something, but yeah. <laughs> you got to get creative. These oh, days. I could tell you, I, honestly, like I could tell you all the things that I did when I was, when I was uh, dating. Oh, I'm sure you could. We'd need a whole, I, got, I do have a whole list hours of two hours, hour show yeah. dedicated yeah. to that. And actually, actually to that point, if you are dating, Find your your best female friend, and just talk to her and ask her what she would want to go do, and she'll tell you exactly the date that you take your there girls you go. out on doing. Ooh. There you go. There you That's go. Good. Yeah. A lot of the ideas that I got were from female friends of mine that were very nice to me, and just said, "Hey, if I was out on a date, this is what I'd want to do," and I'd say, "Great." Well, good, good advice. There you go. I feel like uh, <laughs> you, you you redeemed yourself. Good job, Ben. <laughs> ah. <laughs> 
Also, please review the show wherever you're listening. Subscribe and uh, spread the word about guys in shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love uh, any any new listeners and and whatnot. Build the build the fan base. We do appreciate all of that. We're out of here for Ben Garcia and Darren Besa. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>